This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Cool, long three-pointer. That's coming to Jordan from downtown and the Warriors back up by one. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth joined uh, one more segment here with Ryan McDonough, our Odyssey NBA insider hitting on all things playoffs, series prices, games tonight. And um, and one big pitch thing, Ryan, I want to throw at you is the NBA Finals, you know, it's, it's funny. You could bet on the Finals MVP right now. We don't know who's going to be in there yet, but you can kind of have a feeling on which teams might make it. And there's and there's one name out there that the I just I still see value. The question is, do you think he could actually win the award? Jordan Poole, who continues to play at a really high level, he's sitting at thirty nine to one right now over at Fanduel to be the Finals MVP. Mm-hmm. And to just juxtapose that, Steph Curry's plus three sixty, Giannis is plus five fifty, Booker six to one. Tatum set plus 750. So the kind of the stars are in that range. Jordan Poole, do you think this will continue? And, and what do you think about that bet of Jordan Poole to win the finals MVP at almost 40 to one? I love it. I, I love it. In fact, I might need to get in on that action myself because I think uh, Golden State to me has probably been the most impressive team now through two rounds of the playoffs, right? What they did in, in round one and now in round two, up 1-0 on the road, despite the ejection to Draymond. Um, you know, as I mentioned earlier, three of the next five games, if the series goes that long, are in Golden State, where they're very difficult to beat. And and I, I say that, guys, because I think as a better, now you have a, a decent sample size of how it's going to look in terms of how opponents are going to guard Golden State, right? You, you, obviously, it starts with Curry. The game plans take away Steph Curry. And as we saw yesterday, I mean, that's virtually impossible to do. We've seen it for a decade now. But uh, some of the shots he hit, guys, you know, the step backs where he's well guarded, drives in and steps back. Um, and, and, and getting two guys on the ball, even trying to take the ball out of his hands, uh, you know, where he has the dump off option, usually to Draymond. And, and I, I bring all that up, Joe, because it, it, the teams aren't going to change that, right? They're not going to leave Steph Curry to rotate to Jordan Poole or to double Draymond Green or Kevon Looney in the post. Uh, so it's going to be start with Steph in terms of game plan responsibilities. Do not leave Clay open. Um, and then Poole's probably the third. Even if you invert that and Poole is the second guy and Clay is third, that still means great opportunities for Jordan Poole. And as you know, Golden State's as good as any team 
I've ever seen in the NBA in terms of going backdoor when you press up, take away, they get the back cut game going and uh, they backdoor you to death. So, um, yeah, I, I really like that because, um, you know, I, I'd have to, I guess, look at all the, the, the names and numbers. But at 39 to one, I, I can't see any better value than that for a guy who is going to be one of the best players and best scores in particular on one of the best teams, maybe the championship favorite at this point in Golden State. Uh, I think that's tremendous value. And uh, as I mentioned, I, I might need to hammer that myself. We talked about the Heat in five or six, Suns longer series, six or seven. But uh, if you like the Celtics before yesterday's game, I mean, maybe you still should. Uh, now the Celtics are an underdog in that series, how quickly uh, things change, Ryan. What, what do you think about the series that are underway? We talked about what happened yesterday, but as far as how things are going to play out the rest of the way, uh, do you still like the Celtics to win that series? And uh, is it going to be Warriors in short order? I do like Boston, especially from a betting perspective as an underdog. Um, I, I think just about everything that went wrong for them, yes, everything that could go wrong did go wrong uh, with, with the lack of shooting um, from the Celtics in particular, missing shots they usually make. Peyton Pritchard was ice cold. He's had some nice moments in the regular season and of the playoffs. Uh, he couldn't buy a bucket. Um, and then with with Milwaukee, Giannis is Giannis. He's great. But Holiday, I thought, played almost a perfect game on both ends of the court. Um, the, the shooters, the role players for Milwaukee, uh, Bobby Portis, Grayson Allen, Connaughton played very well. So can they replicate that? Can they do that three more times? Um, you know, I think that remains to be seen. There's there's some question there. So I thought before the series, Boston would win. Um, you know, obviously yesterday, I think, uh, just cast a little doubt to me and, and everybody who was uh, on the Celtic side of it. But um, the big picture story doesn't change for Boston. They're really good defensively. They're really balanced. Um, I, I think if if they do lose this series, it'll be maybe lack of ball movement, uh, facilitation. Um, and, 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 and I guess in Milwaukee's uh, defense, they are a better team on the defensive end now with Brooke Lopez in the lineup. So you have to calculate that in, that Brooke didn't miss most of the year. And they look stifling defensively with Brooke. But I think the Celtics are the better team. I think Middleton not being available for Milwaukee will show up over the course of the, the series. Uh, so I would still stick with Boston. But in a long series, before the series, I picked Celtics in seven. I'll stick with that prediction. When you look at uh, the Western Conference, uh, it's Warriors plus 110, Suns plus 130. And then there's a drop-off to the Mavs at plus 750. The Mavericks have covered in five of their last games. Are they just not getting enough love and respect from the sports books, or do you think this is pretty accurate and it's not even worth a little flyer at plus 750 for the Mavs to win the West? I think I would bet the Mavs to do things like cover as an underdog in you know in an individual game uh, to hit the over in terms of series length you know six or seven games things like that. Aaron, mm -hmm. uh, do I think they can in consecutive order beat the Phoenix Suns and then the Golden State Warriors likely or Memphis? But I think it's going to be Golden State to advance out of the Western Conference. No, I, I don't. I, I mean, it could happen. Luka Doncic is great. And, um, you know, as, as we discussed earlier, the team's been a lot better with Dinwiddie in the lineup and Brunson playing well. But, um, you know, I, I just don't know, you know, frankly, guys, respectfully, I don't know if the front line of uh, Maxi Kleber and Dwight Powell and Boban Marjanovic, and that, I don't think that's a championship caliber front court. They're, they're, they're really good in the backcourt. Uh, they have one of the best, uh, you know, generational talents in Luka Doncic, who's an offensive savant. You know, Brunson's terrific. Dinwiddie's terrific. Um, you know, Dorian Finney-Smith's played a nice role. But uh, as I line them up, you know, eight through eight, nine through nine, and look at all the guys who'll be playing for Phoenix and all the guys who'll be playing for Golden State, 
Uh, I think the Suns and the Warriors are both better. So that way, um, you know, you'd, you'd be laying, uh, you know, some money on a team that I think is a relatively significant underdog to win uh, not only this series, but this one and the next one. I, I just think that's too much to overcome from a betting perspective. Similar question, right on the other side, the East. You mentioned earlier, maybe you were a little more down on the Heat than you should have been. I think we all were, right? They were the number one seed, and it was like, yeah, I guess, but they're really good, and they have a, I don't want to call it a buy. I think Philadelphia will show up, but no MB, right? They they have the easiest path into the next round. Is there value right now on Miami? We don't know Boston or or Milwaukee. I think we all think Boston. We don't know. Milwaukee, excuse me, Miami's sitting out there at two to one to win the East. Is there value on them? They're going to have home court in the Eastern Conference Finals, and I think we all think they're going to be there. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, I do think there's some value there, Joe, because, you know, if we play out the series and how we think it's going to go, Miami probably wins a relatively short series in four or five games. I think Boston-Milwaukee is a bloodbath, and we'll see who's the you know, last team standing, whether it's the Celtics or Bucks. But either way, it's not going to be easy, given those two teams. It's not going to be easy, not only in terms of winning the games, but in terms of how physical it's going to be. I mean, those are two rough, rugged, physical teams. We saw some of it yesterday uh, defensively. Um, you know, Marcus Smart flew into Grayson Allen, knocked him down. Uh, Smart left the game holding his shoulder. Um, that is not one of those series that you walk out of after six or seven games, even if you win, feeling really good about it. Uh, so if Miami makes quick work of Philly and then they're sitting home for a week or so to rest and recover, maybe get Kyle Lowry back healthy, I think they can they can still beat the 76ers who do not have Embiid without Lowry. Um, yeah, I, I think there is good value there. And, and I think that's the way you have to do it. I mean, from you guys are more betting experts than I am, but uh, the path of least resistance, um, even if teams look really good individually, what's it going to look like over the course of now two series to get out of the conference? Uh, I think the stars are aligning uh, for Miami in terms of uh, the easiest road. And, and you know, uh, to, to counter that, I think there, it, it's the deck is kind of stacked against Dallas in the Western Conference, given how difficult their path is. Uh, an off the beaten path question that I started thinking about when you were talking about the Dallas Mavericks and, and where they sit here in the conference semis and everything that they've accomplished and flip things around. It, it, kids have been phenomenal and the defense as well. Uh, just been top five pretty much all year is um, just th they went outside the box a few years back by bringing in a guy that's known as being a great NBA better, Bob Volgaris. And a year ago, they moved on from him. And I, I recall listening to a podcast or two with him, and he talked a lot about the the stuff that was going on uh, behind the scenes. Do, do you see a team in the near future kind of uh, making an off-the-wall hire? And, you know, part of the re it is different is – you have all sorts of jobs, uh, many related to analytics more now than ever before, but he is also 
somewhat a public figure too. Do, do you see teams making hires like that again? Or do you think uh, NBA circles are saying, see, see, the Mavs made a big mistake there, bringing in an outsider? Yeah, I'm really glad you asked me that question, Joe, because I saw Bob Walteris on a podcast with Bill Simmons on The Ringer talking about how they almost traded Dennis Smith Jr. for Mikel Bridges. And I looked around and said, who would have known that they almost traded Dennis Smith Jr. for Mikel Bridges? Uh, anybody would have inside information about that. Um, you know, I, I don't remember that. It's interesting. I really don't remember that. I was GM of the Suns from 2013 to 2018, by the way, and traded for Mikel Bridges on draft night. So, um, you know, I, I think that, I don't know, storytelling element probably doesn't help Bob Bulgaris and his chances of getting back in an NBA front office. So, to answer your question, could somebody go outside the box and hire you know, somebody from analytical space, a financial space, a sports betting space? Sure. But um, you know, revising history and um, really making things up that didn't happen, I don't think helps the cause of Bob Volgaris or really anybody involved. Um, is there anything that you like other, I know we talked about Bam, I'm, I'm, I might bet on a Bam double-double uh, and a Heat win tonight, but uh, is there any other players that you think might have a good game or anything else that you like on tonight's slate? Well, I think, you know, of the games tonight, I'm very interested to see what DeAndre Ayton does. Um, you, you know, we'll, we'll look at the centers kind of both series. I talked a little bit about Bam earlier, uh, you know, and the advantage you'll have against Philly without Joel Embiid. And then I would go, you know, here in Phoenix, game one tonight, DeAndre Ayton, uh, you know, who's, who's going to stop him? Who's going to slow him down? Uh, we saw what Ayton was able to do, um, you know, against a better center rotation in round one, you know, with all due respect to, to Maxi Kleber and Dwight Powell and those guys. I think the combination uh, of Jonas Valanciunas, Larry Nance Jr., Jackson Hayes is better than what Dallas has. And mm-hmm. uh, I think also in some ways, Aiton's job may get easier now with Booker back in the line or Booker's back fully healthy. Um, you know, again, we talked about the challenges in terms of guarding Golden State, that it's always going to be stop the perimeter, load up on their guards, especially Steph uh, in Phoenix. Um, you know, it, it's uh, who do you take away? Do you take away Booker, take away Chris Paul? Um, that's going to be the defensive game plan and focal point. So that gives Aiton a lot of room to work. And now, you know, I'm, I'm biased, obviously, with DeAndre. You got his picture over my left shoulder here, and we drafted him in 2018. But for, for the second playoffs in a row, guys, all the critics uh, last year on, on the run of the finals, he put up historic numbers, points, rebounds, efficiency, uh, did not get extended, did not get the max contract. Um, he continued to do it again, you know, in, in six games against New Orleans in the first round. Um, so I expect big things from him, not only tonight, but throughout the series. Um, so much of the playoffs for me as 15-plus year executive is about matchups. I don't think Dallas has anyone to match up with him. I think McGee uh, will potentially do good things when he comes off from the Suns bench as well. But I think that's where Phoenix wins the series inside. The perimeter talent is great on both sides. I think Phoenix has a big advantage up front. Ryan, uh, you mentioned earlier Jalen Brunson from the Mavericks, due for a big payday. DeAndre Ayton last year really came on in the playoffs. As an exec, from the executive point of view, because I know what us as betters fans, the playoffs is where like, man, someone pops to us and like they go to a different level. Do, do you think like that or is or do you try not to, right? Because you have a big picture of sample in the regular season. Then you watch Jalen Brunson go crazy in the playoffs. If I'm sitting there, I'm like, he's a free agent. I got to get that guy. H- how do you weigh playoffs versus big body of work for a player? I think Brunson was trending in the right direction even before the playoffs. And, and, and I'll give the Mavericks a lot of credit for selecting him, uh, but I'll also penalize them, Joe, for the contract they gave him. They gave him a four-year minimum contract. That is very unusual. And the reason I say that is because uh, if you do a three-year deal with a second-round pick or an option to end it after three, uh, you know, team option or whatever, then he's a restricted free agent. 
Uh, the Mavs did not do that. So they've gotten tremendous value, maybe the best value in the league on basically a four-year minimum deal for Jalen Brunson. But uh, so he's been significantly underpaid. Uh, he's going to want to understandably maximize his value and, and the price has certainly um, gone up. So I think you have to weigh the total body of work. Uh, what Brunson has going for him is or a lot of things. Uh, he's young. Uh, he's healthy. He's really smart. I think that's the underrated aspect of his game. He's, you know, obviously a son of a player. His dad, Rick, uh, you know, played Temple in the NBA, in, in, in the NBA for a long time. Um, you know, he's not the most physically gifted guy, but he's shown that it, it doesn't matter, you know, because he's, he's smart. He's strong. He's tough. Um, he's a master. And I put this on Twitter last week, guys. Watch, watch the game tonight, especially for any young players who are listening. Watch how he uses shot fakes, uh, step throughs, pivots, you know, all, all the different fundamental things. If you're teaching a young player how to play basketball, uh, Jalen Brunson has all that stuff. So, yeah, I think he's going to be um, one of the best free agents in a weak free agent class. And the fact historically, and I think it'll happen again this year, the fact that he is unrestricted drives the price up because teams are hesitant to put out an offer sheet and then wait for uh, the other team to match on a restricted free agent. Usually that sheet does get matched. And then uh, if you tie up your cap space that way, free agency moves and then you get left uh, with, with nobody really good to spend your money on. So teams historically go and aggressively go after the unrestricted guys, especially a young unrestricted guy in Brunson whose best basketball is probably ahead of him. So I think he's in for a big payday. And I'll go on record here, guys. I'll say this on May 2nd. We're two months away from free agency. I think he's getting a payday north of $100 million when he's Whoa. a free agent. Wow. wow. Uh, just, just about 30 seconds left, Ryan. Are we uh, at this point sticking with the Ryan McDonough NBA Finals, Phoenix, Boston? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Golden State and Milwaukee have have thrown some doubt into the equation, but um, I, I think those were the two best teams, the Suns, all year, maybe for the past couple of years combined, uh, the Celtics in 2022 since the new year. So uh, I, I can't jump off the Celtics bandwagon now. I'm going to stick with Boston and Phoenix playing for the NBA title. Great stuff, Ryan. We appreciate this fun hour here. That was Odyssey NBA insider Ryan McDonough on the Roman guest line. Our lightning bets up next right here on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.